Welcome to Multiversal Q! Your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I am Spook Scare. And I'm Devin. It, 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 this is like the closest to Halloween that we're going to have an episode and you don't even do a voice again. We're not an RPG, Luke. Okay. Well, we are Luke. Bring it back. The well, well, not both of us. Just me. Just you. I'm. Dead. And my symbiote. Luke, that's a parasite, and you should go to the doctor. No, it's a symbiote because it's a symbiotic relationship. He gets to make me eat people, and I get Spider-Man powers. The Clintar. Uh, but yeah, this week we are covering Marvel Zombies 4, written by Fred Van Lente, with art by Kev Walker, colors by Jean-Francois Biolier, with letters by VCs Russ Wouton. And it's a direct sequel to... Marvel Zombies 3, which we covered last week. Armor, which is the alternate reality monitoring something or other, ends up intercepting a distress signal from a cruise ship where zombie minfish are attacking, so they deploy the now zombie virus vaccinated Midnight Suns. And you want to go over these members, Devin? Yeah. First, we got Jack Russell, a.k.a. the Werewolf by Night. He kind of has a death wish and doesn't really care if he dies. Then there's Jennifer Kale, the witch survivor from the last arc when her initiative team was brutally killed, except for her, by the zombies. Then we have Damon Hellstrom, who is the son of Satan, a former member of the Defenders, and is kind of a hedonist. Mm-hmm. It was a hedonist of the moment. And then we have Morbius, the living vampire, who uses guns now that are filled with a uh, zombie virus uh, cure, which in this turn is uh, killing them by exposing them to oxygen, which causes them to explode. He wants revenge because last time the Morbius from the zombie universe replaced him. And so as the Midnight Suns fail to find the targets that they're actually looking for, they run into the Piranha, who is one of those kind of forgettable Namor villains who has been laying zombie eggs, and they strike at him. And unfortunately for them, their real targets, Simon Garth, the zombie, and Headpool, the head of zombie Deadpool, who has the actual virus from the zombie universe, escaped from the armor base, Infected the manfish, and now they've ended up in Tino at the zombie cocaine plantation of Black Talon, Samuel Barone, a voodoo hoogan, and drug lord. I mean, you gotta have side hobbies. Mm-hmm. I, I do like that this is still very much Marvel Universe bullshit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, this was a good, so, was a good miniseries. Yes. Minus the covers, which are very bad. Because it's Greg Land. Yes. 
So Simon Garth brought him to the Black Talon because he knows that Black Talon would probably want to spread the virus. And so Black Talon reaches out to the Hood, Parker Robbins, who is currently the big villain of crime, to sell the virus. Meanwhile, Hellstrom has ended up exploding the entire boat, and Jennifer is worried about having to deal with the zombies again because she was left traumatized. Back with the uh, Hood, he has Centurius, who is one of my favorite villains, who was in that really good Parker Thunderbolts run, do some testing. And he's like, yeah, you don't want to do this. It will kill the world. But unfortunately, the Hood's magic patron, the Dread Dormammu, wants him to get it to spread the virus, arguing that it is better in their control, where they can ransom the Earth for it and definitely not use it to turn the entire world into zombies that will serve the Dread Dormammu. And so the Hood and Night Shift, a bunch of uh, horror-affiliated Captain America villains, uh, go to deal the deal. But unfortunately for them, the Midnight Suns are getting closer, so the Hood and Night Shift attack the Midnight Suns. But because Morbius... Uh, really doesn't give a damn about people anymore. He's just killing the villains, which surprises the hood. Bam, bam, bam. Morbius going for the kill. Mm-hmm. He's a monster! Morbius' favorite thing used to be eating people. Yeah. Meanwhile, Headpool is able to infect some of the people who are looking after him, and as the zombies enter the fray, Morbius tries to kill them with his vaccine gun, but the virus becomes a mutated airborne version of the virus, and as this massive green murder cloud comes nearer to them, they realize they're worried, and Jennifer is worried she will die, and so Dormammu offers his power to her. The other Midnight Suns in the hood do what they can, but Dormammu has cut off the Hood's power source while he is talking to Jennifer, because, I mean, wouldn't you rather have a multidimensional witch working for you rather than Parker Robbins? Probably. I also didn't know that that's who gave him his powers until I was reading this miniseries. Yeah, like, originally it was Dormammu, and then uh, after uh like, some of the stuff happens, he loses his powers, and that's when Loki gives him the Norn Stones. Okay, yeah. But he loses the power again, and that's when he goes after the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, interesting. He's one of those characters where the bigger stuff he attempts, the sort of less interesting he is. Mm-hmm. Or just some people cannot write him without, like, oh, he's going to try and rape someone. Like, Parker was the guy who created the hood, and so I think he has a good handle on him, balancing the... He wanted to be a street-level criminal. He got all this great power. He got a really big opportunity, and then things did not go his way. Okay. Yeah, most of the stuff I've read him in was... In some... He was in some Spider-Man stories. I made a pretty good miniseries during the Dark Reign. Mm-hmm. So Jennifer doesn't buy Dormammu's deal and summons Man-Thing, so when Dormammu leaves, he still promises to grant her power if she calls out to him. 
As day breaks, the Midnight Suns regroup, but the zombie virus is now a cloud spreading out of the island and uh, raining, which transforms anything that they touch or anything that it touches into the undead, except for Headpool and Simon Garth and Man-Thing, who is hot on their trail, even though the rain is burning him. But because he's still touching the ground, he still has a connection to the earth. So he's doing fine, all things considered. Good old man thing. Mm-hmm. So the Midnight Suns and the Hood return to Black Talon's base and knock him out. They work to board up the base and inform Armor, and Director Little Sky gives him an hour before he will have to nuke the island from orbit, and so the government has begun to evacuate people. That's the only way to be sure. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the Wicked Brigade of Ogre, Razorwire, and Lightning Fist were hired by Roxxon to defend a resort that they own. Uh, they run into Headpool and Simon Garth, but then the rain hits them, and they are melted and reformed into a gestalt-powered zombie, as Jennifer watches through Man-Thing's eyes. The zombie gestalt picks Man-Thing up off the ground, disrupting his healing connection, and he dies. Meanwhile, as the rain gets worse, Jack Russell succumbs to the zombie virus because the vaccine ended up fully infecting him. And so Jennifer calls out to Dormammu. While outside of the base, the night shift zombies show up. Morbius goes to call on the strike, but the now Dormammu-empowered Jennifer Kale stops him. Though Little Sky is still going to go on with the plan. So Morbius, Hellstrom, and the Hood with access to Black Talon's gun reserves, work to hold off the undead while Jennifer works as a conduit so Dormammu can try and take over the cloud. They find a hive mind inside with Deadpool controlling it, and Jennifer removes Headpool's connection. So Simon Garth and Headpool consider leaving, and Headpool just really wants an end to all of this stuff. Jennifer then turns on her teammates, transforming into Patsy Walker, Hellcat, Damon Hellstrom's ex-wife to torment him while Morbius grapples with the zombie Jack Russell. Damon is able to exorcise Jennifer, who then turns Jack Russell back into Manwolf because only Jack Russell was infected by the virus, which ends up curing him. Jennifer relates that Dormammu's magic has frozen the cloud for some indefinite period of time, and she notes that when she had a connection... Uh, It means that if they can find a host, they'll be able to put all the zombie energy into that host. So they are able to force Black Talon to use his magic, and they begin channeling it as a gestalt zombie bursts into attack. Luckily, the reborn Man-Thing follows in shortly and is able to destroy the zombie. And because of the sentient cloud and it feeling fear, it burns at the touch of the Man-Thing. Unfortunately, they still need a vessel, so they pour the virus into the now-returned minus Headpool Simon Garth the zombie, and Morbius is able to get astrally projected to call off the nuclear missile strike. The Hood now has his magic back, he leaves with the now-restored night shift, and the rest of the team wonders what happened to Headpool, who we see is sailing away in a boat. And that's the end of Marvel Zombies 4. It was a good book. Mm -hmm. Unlike what we're going to be covering next week as far as I've read it so far, which not a good book. I have not started that one yet. 
Yeah, next week we're going to be covering all of Deadpool Merc with a Mouth, the one that had all the movie parody covers. And also it's very much what people complained about when they complained about bad Deadpool comics, uh, where it's just witty one-liners. W- witty one-liners. But we got a question in this week, Devin. You ready? Let's do it. Okay, so we put out a call for question, and Tuckhurst, the beverage, wants to know, if you're going to do a new Marvel zombie series, how would you change up the premise to keep it fresh? Do you got an idea, Mm, Devin? Not so much, if we're going to be honest. So what I'd like to see, because, I mean, we sort of did have have a variant versus the, in the, like, Punisher, Spider-Man, like, first the Marvel Universe one where, like, everybody is turned into more or less mindless zombies. Like, there is that uh, trilogy. Yeah, but you can't, but I'm trying can't to really make them, like, flesh-eating ones anymore. Well, do you want it to be... Because unfortunately, at this stage of the game, it's been played out. Yeah, well, I I think you need to focus on it in a different way. Uh, It's the Marvel Universe versus the Punisher versus Deadpool and that sort of stuff, which we could theoretically tackle next year for for Horrorween if we get there. I feel like what you really need to do is find a way to balance it with the whole Marvel Universe side of things. So, like, um, do it more Walking Dead. You might have some super zombies, but they aren't intelligent. And so if you run into a Thor zombie, it's going to be like trying to stop Thor, which still is not easy. But, like, you throw in some D-list villains who are trying to make it. And I think that would be interesting. Yeah, it could be good. And just do a more limited, uh, like, Walking Dead approach to it. Dope. Mm-hmm. So, I, I guess that sort of answers that question. Uh, we don't have a new universe to put on this week. And next week, like I said, we are going to be tackling... Uh, Deadpool, Merc with a Mouth. So, yeah, that, that wraps us up nice and easy. Devin, where can you be find? Find me online at FedoFed. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online on at Coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G on Twitter or at LukeHare, L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R dot com. Multiversal Q currently is a weekly podcast. We are going to be switching over to a uh, alternating weekly format plus some bonus episodes because we love doing those bonus episodes uh, next year as we start to cover the ultimate universe. But next week, look forward to Deadpool Merc with a Mouth, issues 1 through 13. There's not a lot of story in there. And then the week after, we will be back with the Acts of Friendship crossover. And then Marvel Zombies Return, Marvel Zombies 5, and then Deadpool will continue until attitudes improve. So 
yeah, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, and all of that other stuff, and we will see you next week. Peace. Peace. This one's for Hank. <laughs>